Good day and welcome to Partakers and to our series Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church from its origins through to the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we continued our look at the Middle Ages by looking at the man Thomas Aquinas before going on to see the Eastern and Western churches separate spectacularly. Today we see rising opposition to the Roman Catholic Church both from outside it and from within. In the 12th century, a number of groups started questioning important church doctrines. Itinerant and wandering monks preached to the imagination and consciences of people. People were starting to read the Bible for themselves and also to pray to God without relying on the prayers of the clergy. People were formulating questions in their minds which Jesus of people to follow was in a lot of people's minds. Do we look to the all-conquering ascended Christ who is ruling earth through his vicar, the Pope? Or do we look to the opposite of this image, the Jesus who said, Foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to sleep, asking questions as to why the church hierarchy feast while the common people starve. Where is the church? People started questioning. Is it in the sacramental institution, or is it in the people? People such as Robert Gross Test, the Bishop of Lincoln, who decried the laziness, greed, and immorality of the Roman Catholic clergy. To question the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church was regarded then as heresy. These people, baptized members of the Church, who were questioning the Church, were seen by some, particularly the hierarchy of the Church, to be turning their back on the church. What was the church to do? How would the church respond? Well, the church responded by means to purify the church of heresy. This was conducted through trials and the Inquisition. There was some conflict within the church itself. How can the church employ violence to ensure peace within society and maintain a heresy-free church. A pure church was the will of God, reigning through his representative on earth, the Pope. Innocent III labelled heresy as treason in 1199, and he made the Dominicans the main order to search out heresy. Now we have to remember that at the time, faith was not a private matter. It was to be a public faith upon which the whole of society was built. To commit any heresy was therefore also to commit treason against the state. Disobedience therefore against the state was therefore also heresy. Hence a dark time in church history with the Inquisition, which involved the deliberate and prolonged torture of both heretics and infidels. This was as a means to eliminate the heretics and to maintain strict doctrine, teaching and practice. In the year 1224, execution by secular authorities became papal policy. Innocent IV condoned torture to help people find the truth. A court went from town to town searching for heretics. An opportunity was usually given for confession and recantation but the resistant, those who didn't change their minds, were often burned at the stake. 
This inquisition was extensive in Italy, Spain and France for several centuries. Despite all this, however, questions were continuing to be raised about how far the church had strayed from the clear apostolic teachings of the Bible, particularly in regard to non-violence and poverty. One man, Arnold, an Italian churchman, urged the church to sell its riches and give the proceeds to the poor, helping return the church to its New Testament roots. Arnold was also at the forefront of movements to overthrow the Pope. When Pope Innocent II was on tour for the Second Crusade, Arnold seized his chance, and with the help of the Romans, took power. Romans dreaming of a return to the glories of the ancient Roman Empire. Arnold, when in power, decreed that the clergy were to live in poverty. This lasted for about ten years, until Pope Hadrian IV overthrew Arnold and Arnold was executed for heresy. But Arnold's voice wasn't alone. There were more to come. Many more. More like Peter Waldo in France. Peter Waldo of Lyons in France was a rich merchant. He converted to Christianity in about the year 1175. Soon afterwards he gave away his wealth in order to follow Jesus Christ with a lifestyle of simplicity, poverty and preaching. He gained a large following and was approved by the Pope in the year 1179. A group we now call the Waldensians grew from this with a mission to the poor. Waldo sent out Christians two by two in order to teach and explain the scriptures to people. Once when ordered to stop by local clergy, Waldo quoted the Apostle Peter in rebuttal. We must obey God rather than men. These people were laymen. They were not trained by the church and therefore they were not allowed to go about preaching and speaking without invitation by bishops and the church hierarchy. The Waldensians were a living condemnation of the church, and in the year 1181 they were condemned. In the year 1184 they were excommunicated. Pope Lucius III ordered their elimination by inquisition and secular punishment. They formed their own true church, which spread throughout most of Europe except Britain. The main objections of the church to the Waldensians was that they engaged in unauthorized preaching of the Bible, rejected the intermediary role of the clergy, and the total rejection of purgatory. Reformation had not yet come to the church, particularly in matters of salvation by grace alone through faith alone. The Waldensians did not teach this. But reformation of the church and of church teaching was coming but not yet. That's it for this time. Next time in our series, Aha, we will continue looking at the growing unrest as steps towards reformation gather apace. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers, www.partakers.co.uk, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. See you later.